Okay, so here we are, the first episode of the Manhood Tribes podcast. And we got to just ask the question right from the beginning. Do we really need another podcast on manhood and masculinity? I mean, honestly, if you just go into your podcast player and do a search on manhood, masculinity, be a man, or any of these other kind of terms like that, you're going to find dozens of podcasts that already exist that cover a lot of the topics that we're going to try to cover on this podcast. So why in the world do we need to have another one? Well, I think there's a few reasons. And it first starts off with just the idea that like, hey, if it's a topic that's worth talking about, then the more the merrier. We need to be talking about this topic a lot in our day. And so I think it's worth having more voices who are contributing to the conversation about manhood right now. Another reason is just that manhood, like all good things in life, needs to be celebrated. We want to, on this podcast, celebrate the fact that manhood is a good thing. And there's a lot of people in our culture right now who are trying to say that it isn't or that there are real problems with manhood. We want to come at it from a different angle and say that manhood is something that is good and should be celebrated. So we're going to celebrate it. But then lastly, I think what we need to really be honest about. And probably the reason why there's so many podcasts about masculinity right now in the first place is that manhood has gotten really confusing in our culture. It has gotten really difficult to figure out what it means to be a man and why we even need men in the first place. But we're going to say right here from the outset of this podcast, I don't think it should be this way. Manhood shouldn't be so confusing. It shouldn't be hard to figure out. It's something that half of the world's population has figured out, you know, fairly easily for most of history. So the fact that we are dealing with such problems with manhood and masculinity and our understanding of it in our culture today means that we've gotten off course somewhere. And it's worth spending some time talking about that in order to be able to help bring some clarity to something that's gotten really confusing but shouldn't have. So, We do. We want to talk about manhood. And so that is what the Manhood Tribes podcast is going to be all about. But it's not just going to be a discussion. It's really mostly going to be about problem solving. When we look at what it means to be a man, men in our world are facing a whole host of problems. Some of them, like I talked about, are around identity. What does it mean to be a man? How do we know that we are one? Some of them have to do with the roles and the relationships in our lives. What does it mean to be a husband or a father or a friend or a boss or a coworker or all of these different kinds of things in the, in the life of men and the way that we do those things and the way that we do them well? We're going to try to tackle some of those big picture problems and help create solutions for you guys to figure out what does it look like to be able to do those things well as men. So that's where we're headed. Before we get there, though, I want to just tell you a little bit about myself. Who am I and why am I talking about manhood in the first place? My name is Don Ross. I am the founder and creator of an organization called Manhood Tribes that really is all about men in community with other men. It's about creating groups of men. We're going to talk a lot about that on this podcast, but I don't want to spend too much time on that at the moment. I just want to say that I believe that men are meant to live life together in a group with other men, and that that is something essential about manhood that we have kind of lost in our culture today. So we're going to come back to that idea a lot, but that is really why I care so much about this conversation and this podcast in particular, is because I think that's an aspect of manhood that a lot of people aren't talking about and we need to talk about more. 
Uh, my background a little bit, I have worked in uh, ministry and church settings for about the past 20 years. I've worked with uh, men who have been in group settings and in individual settings. I've worked with young men, old men, you know, you name it, across the board. I have kind of walked with men in various ways at all different stages of their life, and I have seen the realities, the challenges, the problems that men are dealing with. And I have been trying to work in those settings to create some solutions for men or at least ways for men to be able to find the solutions uh, on their own or together with other men. That's really my desire. So I want to take kind of the things that I have seen and witnessed and learned over the past couple decades and try to offer them to you guys in a way that can be helpful and shed some perspective on the things that you're dealing with on a day-to-day basis. Because, as I said uh, at the beginning, um, manhood has really become kind of a challenging problem in our culture right now, right? It is difficult to think about what it means to be a man, how to be a man, why we even need men in our culture, and, you know, kind of what is the point of all of that. Right now, uh, there's a whole bunch of different reasons that are contributing to the problem of manhood in our society. You know, one that people like to throw around the idea and conversation kind of casually lately is this idea of toxic masculinity. But the term toxic masculinity has been around for a little while. It it first came up in some academic journal settings, but then it's moved into popular culture. And the the way that it has kind of materialized in popular culture is essentially to say that all masculinity is toxic and that any form of manhood is in some way detrimental to society. This This is a big deal to suggest that Half of the population is a detriment to society. You know, we're we're in we're in real dangerous territory if we've got people in our society who actually believe that way. Now, I don't think that most people really do think that when we're talking about toxic masculinity that we believe that all manhood is bad. But we do have some ideas of manhood that have become really toxic and really dangerous to society. And so we need to figure out what those are. You know, what what is it to be a toxic man versus to be a good man? Or how do we live well as a man? Is there a, is there a way to be something other than a toxic man? And, and what does that look like? We've also just in our culture got a lot of confusion and debate going on around the whole idea of gender. You know, what what does it mean to be any gender? Is is gender really a thing? Is it something that is biological or is it just some kind of social construct that we have, you know, made up and sort of uh, like communally agreed upon for a while and now we're starting to not agree on it so much and so maybe we need to throw those categories out the water and you know, out the window and and just kind of start over when it comes to, you know, what it means to even be or have gender. Um, I think that's a bunch of malarkey, honestly, but you know, the reality is like we are having that conversation in our culture right now. There is a lot of confusion around what gender even means and whether or not it's actually important to our identities as people. And so when we have those kinds of conversations, you know, the fact that somebody would stand up and say, Hey, I think it's important to be a man. You know, now that's becoming kind of like a minority opinion. It's becoming kind of something that feels like it's no longer common sense. And now it's being questioned as even rational. This is a big deal. These are things that are really challenging and reasons that we need to keep having these kinds of conversations about manhood because the debates aren't going away. And so we need people who are still talking about uh, reality and truth as best we can. 
You know, I come from, I mentioned that my background is in uh, church and ministry work. And in the church, I would say that even in in that place of, uh, you know, conversation, the discussion about manhood and masculinity isn't always helpful. Even though the church tends to be less confused when it comes to things like gender issues, uh, the the, the conversation isn't always helpful in the sense that if you're in the church setting, if you're somebody who, if you're a man who's listening and you've been in a church setting for a while, probably the version of masculinity that you've been exposed to has been something that has suggested that to be a good man means to be a good husband and father, right? It really gets kind of reduced to those two roles in your life and that you need to take those things seriously, make a priority of them, and make sure that those family relationships in your life are of utmost importance and that those people in your life know that they are getting your attention, your affection, uh, your time, and all of those things uh, to really be seen and understood as priorities in your life. Look, those are not bad things. I, you know, I'm a husband and a father, and I agree with doing those things. But I do think that if we make manhood all about those things, you know, we run aground in some ways that a really neglects single men. You know, if you if you're not a, a husband or a father, uh, then you know, do you have any place in the world of manhood? Uh, I know some single guys who at times feel like they don't have a place in the world of men in the church because they don't fit into the married with children crowd, and so because of that, they're not really sure you know where to fit in. Uh, but B, I think it's wrong to really reduce manhood to just the roles that we play. And we're going to talk about that some more in the next episode of this podcast. But for now, let's just say I don't think manhood is just about roles. I think there's something else essential to it, and we need to be able to explore that. But even in looking at all of those like challenges to understanding manhood, I think the thing that rises up in me is that it really shouldn't be this difficult It shouldn't be this hard to figure out what it means to be a man. Again, for most of history, half of the world's population have figured it out pretty much with ease. And so if we're having a hard time doing that today, then we've really gotten something wrong that we need to try to recover in the way that we live our lives as men. Because frankly, I don't think being a man is a problem. It isn't a problem. In fact, being a man is awesome. Right, You guys that are listening know that it is really great to be a man. There are are some things that are just true about men and what we have seen of men throughout history that make being a man really awesome. Like if you think about the fact that like men are kind of built for exploring and discovering, right? All of the great like exploration and discovery that happened in the history of our planet has been because of men. But it's not just like the grand scale of those kinds of things. You know, when I was a kid, uh, my house was right next to, a uh, a sewer drain, kind of like a storm culvert, you know, like a big uh, gutter sort of thing. And, you know, we just thought that was like the greatest thing in the world to go exploring. It was the, it was an invitation to crawl up into that thing and to figure out like, how far could you go before the tube got too narrow? And what kind of critters were you going to find inside of that culvert? You know, it was an invitation to go exploring. It wasn't something that we were afraid of. Uh, it was something that we were curious about. Men are wired for that. Men are also oriented towards thrill and adventure. You know, if you look at something like bungee jumping, which is, you know, one of the like just most simple but wonderful thrills in the world. I actually got the opportunity to go bungee jumping in New Zealand at one point in time, which was awesome. But you know who invented bungee jumping? Men. 
In fact, I had to look this up, but bungee jumping actually, we think, originated in a country called Vanuatu and is part of a rite of passage ceremony for young men to be accepted into manhood in their culture, that they needed to do what we would call bungee jumping, but they just you know, called it jumping with a vine attached to your ankles. But it was part of their initiation into manhood. And then we've kind of, in our modern world, you know, adopted that into what became an adventure and thrill sport, but it was men who turned it into an adventure and thrill sport because we are wired for those kinds of things. We love the thrill. You know, somehow men think it's a good idea to just jump off of a bridge with a vine attached to your ankles and hey, that's probably going to work out just fine. But that's the way that men are. We love those kinds of things because being a man is awesome. The way that men love, I think also is really unique to men. You know, as a dad, if, if, if I look at the way that I, I've got two sons and if I look at the way that I love my sons compared to the way that my wife loves our sons, there are some distinct differences. Not necessarily that one is bad or good or better than the other, but there are some differences. I would say that men tend to love fiercely. We love fiercely. And, you know, I'll give you an example. When my, when my boys were young, one of my favorite games that we used to play together was something that I called Steamroller. And it was basically this game where they would get up on the bed, uh, like on our queen or king size bed, and they would get up under the covers. And while they're under the covers, they would like stick their butts up in the air. So they made this kind of like big lump on the bed. And then I would come lay on the bed and try to roll over them like a steamroller. And the, you know, my goal was to try to flatten them out on the bed. And they just loved that. It was like the most fun thing that we could do sometimes. And they would beg me to play steamroller, but you know, who didn't ever play steamroller mom. And that's okay. Like moms love differently than dads do, but there was, you know, a clear distinction in the way that me as a dad, you know, loves my boys as compared to the way that my wife does it. That's all right. Men love fiercely. And that's something really cool and really awesome about being a man. But there's all kinds of other things too. Men love to challenge and to conquer the world around us. We love to solve some of our world's hardest problems. Men look at injustices around the world and we want to try to right the things that have gone wrong. And look, men aren't perfect. Okay. We get a lot of things wrong as well, but Men are awesome, and being a man is awesome, and like I said at the beginning, it is something that is worth celebrating, and so we need to take time to just acknowledge and recognize that being a man man is great, being a part of the tribe of men is something that is really cool to belong to, and in this podcast, we are going to celebrate that and enjoy the fact that we are men, and that's a good thing. So, let me talk to you guys who are listening and just maybe kind of checking this podcast out for the first time. And let's just let's just acknowledge like you got a lot of things competing for your attention. Why is this podcast something that would be worth it for you to listen to? So why would you, if you're listening to this podcast, why would you want to keep listening? I would say if you're a man or you're a woman who cares about the men in your life and you care about them or yourself really being a man. If you are interested in saying, I I want to know what it means to be a man, I want to live that out well, or even just, I feel pretty confident in myself as a man, but you're thinking, I really want to be an extraordinary man. Like, I want to be the best man that I possibly can be. This is a podcast for you. 
And like I said, this is going to be a podcast where we try to address some of your hardest challenges. We want to help you be able to tackle some of the big picture things that don't often get addressed on men's podcasts. So we're not typically going to talk about things like, you know, style points, what you need to do to get the best suit or, you know, how to pair your shoes with your slacks or, you know, different things like that. Um, We're not typically going to talk a whole lot about fitness and how to get six pack abs and big biceps. Look, none of those things are bad or wrong, um, but that's not most what we're going to talk about on this podcast. We may visit those things from time to time, but on this podcast, we really want to try to tackle the big challenges in your life. The things that sometimes as men, we might be afraid to even kind of ask questions about because they are so core to who we are. We're not even sure what questions to ask, or we might be afraid to ask them because it, it feels so vulnerable to talk about some of those kinds of things. So what am I, what am I talking about? Things like how to find your purpose in life. Like, what are you meant for? What are you supposed to be doing as a man? How to help your son become a man. If you're a dad and you've got a son and you're trying to help him figure out how to you know, navigate manhood in the world, we want to talk about that. How to get unstuck from your greatest struggles. So if you're dealing with challenges in your, in your life, maybe like, you know, vices or things in your life that you have got a hold on you that you're not okay with, whether that's porn or alcohol or, you know, the amount of time that you spend binge watching Netflix or scrolling on social media, like any of those kinds of things that you know aren't good for you, but you can't seem to get away from. We want to talk about how to get unstuck from those things. We want to talk about how to build a faith in God that actually matters as a man. Men, I think, really struggle with faith in a lot of ways because we don't always see it as relevant to our day-to-day lives. So we want to talk about faith on this podcast, but we want to do it in a way that makes sense as men. We also want to talk about how to make friends with other men and to overcome loneliness. Look, this is one of the biggest plagues for men in our culture right now. For the most part, we as adult men don't really have friends anymore. At least friends that we can be honest about some of those big topics that I just talked about. We have friends that we, you know, go get a beer with occasionally or watch a football game with. Uh, we have coworkers that we talk about work issues with, but very few of us have friends who we can actually say enrich our lives in ways that we're sharing our lives with them. And so we're going to talk about how and why to be able to build those kinds of friends in your life. Okay, so I think you can see we've got lots of ground to be able to cover, lots of really good things to be able to talk about as men and things that I think are going to help shape us and grow us into being really extraordinary men. But before we get there, we need to address just kind of some basic ideas of what it means to be a man. And we're going to try to lay some groundwork um, to put put down some foundation that will help us be able to build off of as we move into some of these bigger topics going forward. So we're going to take a break there and pick up in episode two as we talk about the basic ideas of what it means to be a man. I'll see you then. (laughs) 